0: Getin The last thing we're discussing is if holech ked zachedami is it a and we brought a taf, right A person said and the messenger goes there. He sees the man died. He comes back, and the original sender also died. said the money goes to the yorshim of the sender. The Yesh says it goes to the yoshim of the person who the money was being sent to, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi says, in the name of Rabbi Yaakov, in the name of Rabbi Meir, the mitzvah Kayem divrei hamet, chachamim say, split it, in Babel they say that whatever the shalich wants to do, he can do, and Rabbi Shimon Anasi said, a story happened with them, and the chachamim told him to do like Rabbi Natan and Rabbi Yaakov, and the money goes back to the original sender's children. And the Gemara dissected it, trying to explain how ever, what everyone holds when it comes to halakh kezachidameh. And we pushed that away. And we said, no, we're talking about uh, someone who is sick. And all those Tanaim in the Brayta are in a machloket of Rabbil Azan Rabbanan, who argued about a person who's giving out his money to his kids, not according to Halakha. He's evening it out. Rabbi Azar said that uh, the movable property can be bought with a meshicha, but land has to be bought by shtar and Hazakah, And Hachamim held they can b- both movable objects and land can be bought even just by saying it can be bought. And they brought a proof from the children of Bnei Rochel. And, ha- and Rabbi Lazar said, the children of Rasha'im and Hachamim uh, found it easy to just take money out of their hands. And with that, we're going to start Tedvav Amud Aleph, third line in where it says Tanakama. We're going to take that first Braytah and show you how every uh, Tanah over there holds like either Tanakama or like Rabbi Lazar over here in that second Braytah. So Tanakama, who said that? If the person who is supposed to accept the money died, the money goes back to the sender. He holds keribil azar, who says some sort of kenyan has to be done, and what shchiv uh, mina says means nothing. Verebi natan, who hold that the money goes back to the yoshim of the sender, nami keribil azar. They also hold the keribil azar. And Afal Demit, and even though the original sender died, we don't say that there's a mitzvah to do what the Met wanted, and therefore the money goes back to the yoshim of the sender. Ve'yesh omrim who said that we give the money to the yoshim of the person who's supposed to get the money, they hold kirabanan that the words of a shekhiv merah is stamped and sealed. And that's why you don't even need to do a Kenyan. Who said the name of Rabbi who said the name of Rabi Meir who said the he holds Karibi Azar, who says, I don't care if he's a Shiv Mira or not. Bottom line is all depends if he died or not. If he died, then you have to follow his words. If he didn't die, then we don't have to follow his words. Mihu hechademit, but if he did die, Amina mitzvah lekem divrei You have to do what the mitzvah said. V'hachamim omrim yachloku, because mesapkalu they're just in Safek of the entire din. They don't know is halacha like rabbanan is the halacha like rabili Do we have to be mekayem divrei haMet? If not, do we need a kinyan? Do we not? So they said yachloku. V'chan Amru and the Chachamim in Babel, they hold Shuda depends on what the Shaliyah wants to do, that makes the most sense, that Shuda Adif. Shimon nasi and just told us what happened with him, he was sent, and they told him to do like Ribi Yaakov and Rabbi Natan. So we wanted to say that the Mahlokit was in regards to halech kezachedami or not, and we ended up saying it has nothing to do. The whole thing has to do with shchiv Merah, Mahlokit like tanakama, and there al be Now, lazar. Now, has a question. Rabbi Shimon and Nasi, Nasihu or misshemed Nasi kamar. Rabbi Shimon was he the Nasi, or was he saying this in the name of the Nasi? So the Gemara says Tashema. All you've here, The Amar of Yosef halacha Keribishimon Hanasi. You see, that's his name. He's a nasi. But the Gemara says Ve'adain Tiba Elach. But we still have a question: Nasiu or the Amar Mishem Is he a nasi, or is Rebishimon saying in the name of the nasi, and that's not his name? Take or we don't know. Gufa Amar of Yosef halacha Keribishimon Hanasi. The halachas like Hanasi. That they told him to give the money back to the the, the Yoshim of the person who sent the money, but the gemara asks. But if a shchiv Mera said something, it's stamped and sealed, and the mekabel, the person getting the money, it's as if he was already zokheh. So the gemara explains that Rav Yosef la Rav Yosef holds this entire story he was talking about not a a person who was healthy, and the question is. Do we say, kezache, And Rabbi Shimon HaNasi said, The money goes back to the yoshim of the original sender. We don't say, kezache, And Rav Yosef was posek like him. And the might ask another question, How did Rav Yosef be posek like Rabbi Shimon kaamar uh, That uh, he said, to go, The money goes back to the original sender's kids. But we have halacha, That you have to keep the words of the met. So which one is it? Zikmah explains. yachzeru You have to fix Rabbi Shimon Nasi's words and you have to say, yachzeru Meaning we're not talking about a case where the sender died. He's still alive and the money goes back to him. So in that case, the halacha is like Shimon The money goes back to the person who's still alive, the, the sender. But if he would die, it's a question. That's the first hamevi. the first HaMivi uh, that's the first Perek HaMivi Kama. And now we're starting hameviget the second one. And the Mishnah starts. The shaliah came from somewhere outside of itself and he said, it was written in my face, but he never said that the get was signed in his face. Or, it was signed in my face of Allah, but he didn't say, it was written in front of me. Or, Or he said, uh, the, the, it, was writ, the, it was written completely in front of me, but only half of it was signed uh, in front of me. Meaning, only one ayat is signed in front of me. Or, half of it was written in front of me. and But the two adims in front of me, pasul. In, in all these cases, it's not exactly the way Hakhaim said to do it, therefore, it's Pasul. One person said it was written in my face, Vehad, and the other one who's not a Shaliah, Omer it was signed in front of my face, Pasul. Because Hakhaim said both of them have to be the ones watching it being written and signed. Two of them say it was written in our face, Vehad, and a third one, the third uh, person, it was signed in front of my face and only one of them is a shaliyah pasul. Why? Because we might come to get mixed up and one day allow one aid for other Shtarot also. Rabbi it Uda says it's okay because as long as there's ID on the fact that it was written and a different person for the signature, it's good and they're not going to switch it uh, and allow one uh, one ID for a different contract. One person says it was written in my face, it was signed in our face. And the Gemara starts. So we said a person brings a gate from uh, overseas and he says it was written in my face, but he didn't say it was signed, it's Basul. the Gemara asks, Why do you need to say this again? You already said it once in, our, in the first Perek. If a person brings a get from overseas, he has to say it was written and signed in front of my face. And over there we learned, if you didn't say exactly like the Hachamim said, it's no good, so why do you have to repeat it? So the Gemara explains, If it's from that one, I would have thought from our first Mishnah in the Gemara, I would have thought that, but if you didn't say it's still cashier, that if you didn't say it, the get is no good. Now we If a said it was half written in my face and it was signed in my face, it's Pasul. So which one are is he talking about? If he's saying that the the first part of the get was written in front of his face, why should it be Pasul? Lazar holds that even if you only wrote one line where it says the, the man's name, the woman's name, and when the get was written, if you wrote it, then it should uh, be okay, and you don't need to write the rest of it, and it should be okay. So if that's the case, why should it be pasul? And we're talking about that he saw the second half being written, and that's not the important part of the get, and that's why the entire get pasul. Now we learned on Mishnah BeFanaichdav Kulo, Fanaichdam Pasul. If the entire thing was written in my face, but half of it was signed Pasul, and Amar of Fhasdas Mehadesh Vafilu Shnei MeAdina Al Hatimati Yad Pasul. Even if you have two other Adim testifying on the second uh, signature of this get that it's a good signature, still no good. Maytama. Why? Why is it no good? Because How are we koshering this get? Either you're doing it regular kiyuma where two Adim are coming to testify on both signatures and saying that both these signatures were good. That's one way of doing it. Or, which is saying completely, not half-half. We're not going to use half of this, half of that. Do it completely the right way. Matkif Raba, Raba has a problem. Mi'ika, midi, is that possible? ilu amar had kasher. If one person would come back, one messenger would come back and say that this uh, get is uh, kosher uh, because uh, this signature is correct and that signature is correct, that would believe him. de'ika tereh pasul. But now that we have two witnesses for this signature, that's pasul. You're right, okay, so you have one person saying that this uh, signature was kasher. but signature number two, you have two people. Why should that be Pasul? That should be better. <inaudible> Even if the Shali'ah himself, who said it was half assigned in front of my face, but the other Aid, the Shali'ah himself, plus another person, are saying that it's 100% good, that second signature, still it's Pasul. Because you might come and get mixed up between how do we verify any other document or contract? Meaning if here we're going to allow the person himself, the person who signed to get himself to verify his name and half of the other name with some other person, and we're going to do that with some other contract... And the problem is and now three quarters of the money in a regular contract will go out based on one person's mouth. So you'll have that witness verify that it's his own signature. And all of a sudden we're going to make a mistake and allow him to be one of the witnesses for the second signature And what will happen is three-quarters of the money will go out from one person to another based on one person's signature, and you really need two for the entire contract. So is there such thing that if the Shalih himself would have said, would have verified, and we would have accepted it, had pasul, and now that we bring a second person in, it's pasul. Meaning, let's take this get for example. If one person would have walked in and said everything is kasher, then we would have believed them. But now that there's a second person with him, we're going to say it's pasul. Even if this person says, I am the second, it's still pasul, my tama. Because the testimony has to be okulo it has to be verified the way a get is usually verified, where you have two witnesses verifying both signatures okulo or completely the way hachamim say it has to be done, where someone gets up and says completely. But to have it split up where you say one signature, I uh, I know like if it was done correctly. The other signature, I'm not sure. That's not the way things are done. So now the Gemara has a question on what Rav Hasda said from our Mishnah. Rav Hazda said that if uh, two witnesses come and they say that one of the signatures on the on the get is Kashir, we said it's basul because you gotta do it either completely the way you do quma get, where two uh, witnesses are are verifying both signatures, or the way Hachamim said, where one person gets up and says but you can't have half-half business. So the problem is from our Mishnah is... If Shaliah said it was completely written in front of me, but only one signature in front of me, we said Pasul. So the, man asks, the other half, the other signature, what happened there? If there's nobody who's testifying on it at all, period... If one person said it was written in front of me the other one said it was signed in front of me, where one person is testifying on the entire writing, and one person is testifying on the signatures. We said that was Pasul. If only one uh, signature was being verified, do you even have to tell me it's Pasul? Of course it's Pasul. Allah, you have to say that there is a Hidush, that even when there's someone testifying on that second signature, it's still Pasul. And the Hidush is either, that even if another witness uh, helps him testify about the second signature, it's Pasul. That even if he says that I am the second witness that is signed over here, it's Pasul. Will But we're excluding what Rav Hasda said, that there's even a bigger Hidush over here, that even if there's two aedim that are testifying over that second signature, it's Basul, because it's already too much. Meaning... It, okay, we have to learn over here. It says and we said it's pasul. And what exactly is going on here? So, okay, if we say like Rava or like Rav where it's, it sounds like a small pshat, small chidush that makes sense, but to say something like two testifying on a on a uh, on a signature, it's still pasul. It's already too much. Meaning. Uh, if if that was the real Hidush, like uh, like Rav Hasda wants to say, then the Gemara would have explicitly wrote it. Meaning there would have been an extra din in the Breitah and the Mishnah, and the Gemara somewhere. But Stam uh, Kacha to to just come out with that Hidush, its already too much. you would rather take uh, the smaller Hidushim like Raba and Rav Ashe. So Rav Hasda. Okay, According to you, that uh, the the Mishnah is coming to give us a Hidush, but mine is already too much, okay, then, why do you have to mention that clause, that it's, uh, we know it's already pasul, why do you have to mention that, what chidush are you going to say there, rather, you have to say, it's not coming to to, to be mechadesh anything, rather it's, it's written in a way of, not just this, but also this, meaning not only when he's not testifying on the signature, meaning even when there's, when he's testifying on that uh, signature, since it's only one signature that he's testifying on, it's Pasul. And therefore, Hachanami over here, it says, It's a law, not just this, but also this, not just when there's no testimony on that second signature, it's Pasul, even in a case where someone said I saw the get being written, and another person said I saw it being signed by both with, uh, by both uh, signers, it's still pasul. Now, this was a, a last piece that I was talking about combining uh, testimonies. So we're going to mention another thing that Rav Hasda said about combining things. So this is going to go on shiurim, on measurements. So Amar Rav Hasda. Now, we know a Rishut Ha'achid is somewhere where it's 4 Tfahim wide, but the wall has to be 10 tefahim tall. So, let's say Gidud Hamisha. Let's say there's a hole in the ground that is 5 tefahim deep. And then you have a wall right on top of it that is 5 Tfahim tall. So, from the bottom of the hole to the top of the wall, you have 10 tefahim, but it's 5 and 5. So, Amar of Chazda, Gidud Hamisha, if there's a hole that is five Tefachim deep, and a five Tefach wall on top of it, going around, in Mitzitarfin, they don't count as ten Gidud. He felt it needs to be either be ten Tefachim uh, in the hole, or ten Tefachim of the wall. Now Tosfo doesn't like this. Peru she explains it a little bit differently. He explains that we're talking about two different yards. One yard is low five tefahim. the other one is higher, and it also has a wall that is five tefahim. and together it's ten tefahim. He's talking like that, and Ayin Sham. By the way, the Rosh Mor who argues Gidud Hamisha Hamchitzah Hamisha, hamisha they, they do combine and they make ten tefahim, vil they combine and it would count as a reshut So now once we're talking about combining measurements, bail fail ask a question. Can hands be tahor halfway or not? So what exactly are you talking about? de Kama If you're saying that two people wash their hands from one revi we learned, we have a Mishnah that says, the uh, of water, you could wash one person's hands, two persons' hands, doesn't make a difference. So, what exactly is Ilfa uh, asking? Okay, he told me he uh, it's, we're talking about a person who washed. Uh, one hand at a time, he didn't wash the hands together. Well the we learned straight up, bintila, hat If you if someone washed his hands from a keli like Hakhaim said, like we wash from a cup, and what the other hand you just uh put in uh which is you put it in let's say a river or a mikveh, uh yadavte orot it would count. Each hand had technically a kosher nitila. So what exactly is again the question of Ilfa? Let's say each hand was, uh, let's say, washed halfway, so let's say you washed until your fingers, then you washed the other part of the hand, uh, up until the, the wrist, uh, so it's half and half. you can't wash half your hand and the other half, you have to wash the entire hand uh, together. So like my answer is, No, so you washed one half of the hand, but it's still wet. It's it's still moist. And then you want to wash the other part of your the same hand. The question is, does it combine or not? And that was Ilfa's question. Can it combine or not? And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Olam. Amen amen.